Now, what's up, Fairly Normal people? I'm already on Facebook Live with everybody. It's, again, why you don't hear the Fairly Normal theme song. Tell me something good, which have you've had four poisonings. It's the worst thing. Okay, so here's the deal. A couple things about the food poisoning. So I can feel it starting. And anybody that saw my Snapchat um, from Saturday morning at the airport, you will tell you, oh, geez, you did not look good. No, I just thought... That was the residual from the edibles that I had had, right? But you know when you eat something and you can like, um, and you eat something and you just feel it like it's just not digesting, it's just sitting in your stomach. So I was like, oh shit, this is not going to be good, right? So I can kind of feel, I feel nauseous a little bit, nauseous a little bit, and I get on one plane and I'm like, oh boy, I think I might puke. And um, I get off the plane, I, I had a little bit of uh, soda water with some bitters, made a mistake eating some eggs, not smart, um, and then I get on the next plane. And without 30 minutes left in the plane ride, I, I think to myself, oh, I'm about to fucking throw up. I'm about to fucking throw up right now. Like, there's no doubt in my brain that I'm about to throw up. So I turn to the dude next to me, and I go, hey, man, um... Just so you know, I might throw up. It's not because I'm sick. I don't, I don't, I'm not sick. I, it was something I ate. And he smiles. He goes, no problem. And as I reach for the puke bag, he says, what would Chelsea think? And I thought, well, now I can't fucking throw up. Like, there's no way I could throw up on that plane because I knew that there would be a picture or something. Do you know what I mean? Sent out. So my, now my brain was like, hold it, hold, hold hold all right um if she was so why did she have another okay guys let's get into the debates in a second all right everybody okay so and joe i i'll, I'll read it in, in in but wait till we get to it and then we'll go over everything because the debates were amazing to me i don't think you uh, here's the let me just say this before i finish the story i think the thing that trump has going for him is i don't think he can lose any voters there's nothing he can possibly say that's going to be any more ridiculous or uh, people will find any more offensive, right? Um, so there's no way he's going to lose voters. He can only gain them. So I don't know how many, what the real number is for how many voters he has, but he's not losing any. So for me, like the debates are more dangerous for Hillary, especially with, you know, Gary out there. Um, and I thought she did really well. But let's get back to the story. So I'm holding it in. I'm holding, you know what that's like to hold it in? You start to sweat a little bit, you know, and you get all clammy. And then the flight attendant, uh, she even said to me, uh, you look terrible. And I said, yeah. And she said, are you going to throw up? And I said, maybe. So I'm just waiting there and get off the plane. I hold it. And um, look, for those of you who fly a lot, you know, the airport bathroom is for two people. People who have to pee. And also people who are about to do something so terrible that they can't hold it anymore. Nobody who kind of has to go number two uses the bathroom in the airport. It's for emergencies only. So when you see those stalls close, you're like, oh, shit is going down, right? So um, I walk in and thank God there's one stall open. And as soon as I, you know, you know when that happens, like sometimes it happens when you have to go number two, when you have to go poop. And uh, or when you puke, like it's like your brain knows. It's like when you pull into your driveway 
and all of a sudden you go to shit worse than you've ever had to shit in your entire life, right? Uh, okay, guys, I'm getting there. Don't worry. I'm getting there. So, um, so <laughs> that's what it is. Shut the door and it already started. And here's why I know I've never had food poisoning before. Here's how I know it. I've thrown up before. You know what I mean? You kind of throw up and it just kind of falls out of your body. When you have food poisoning, it leaves your fucking mouth at such a velocity. I mean, it is so clear that your body's like, I don't want this in me anymore. And it just goes, Rah! you're literally, you're screaming things out of your body. Just, Rah! Rah! right? So when I walked into the bathroom, all the stalls were closed because people were doing their business. It is a purge, man. It's a completely purge, right? Ah! You're screaming it. Ah! And as I started to throw up, it was so violent and so loud, I could just hear flushes down their fucking row. And people just cleared the stalls. They were like, nah, we're going to find another bathroom. The entire, when I walked out of my stall, my side of the airport bathroom was like the fucking Walking Dead. The stall doors were just kind of swinging. Geek, geek, geek. There was toilet paper on the floor. Some of the sinks were running. People cleared the fuck out of there, right? So I'm like, oh, man. And I was supposed to have a show that night. And I thought, all right. I don't know. Sometimes you just throw up one time. And you're like, I'll throw up once. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to go to my hotel. So I got to the hotel. And I don't remember checking in. And I found out this morning when I checked out that the the woman at the desk was like, do you remember me? And I go, no. And she goes, yeah, I I was here when you checked in. And I go, yeah, I don't remember you. And she goes, yeah, we all thought you were on drugs. Because she was like, your eyes were half closed and you were nodding in and out and you were sweating. And uh, guys, it was a fucking disaster. And when I checked out of there this morning, I left 50 bucks, 50 bucks for the house cleaners and a note that just said, I'm sorry. I think it said, I'm so sorry. Not that there was like puke all over the place. There wasn't, but it was clear something bad had happened in the room. You know what I mean? I mean, I should have just suggested that they light fire to that motherfucker and just build a new one or just pretend like it was haunted and just never let anyone in there again. But it was amazing. It was quite an experience. I, I want to apologize to the students at Western New England College. I had to cancel on you. I'm happy to come back um, and do it again, but I, I, there's just no way I could do it. And a big thank you to my friend Chris Ryan who made it over my room and brought ginger ale and Pedialyte and water and all the other stuff that I threw up. Um, so, boy, I had never had it before. The fever was intense, man. It was intense. But back at it here and... Uh, Watch the debates. That was that was interesting. Um, what else? Uh, I, here's my honest take on the debates tonight. Okay. So I'll tell you, like, I didn't go into um, these elections loving either person. But I was for Hillary more because I was anti him. And, yeah. And tonight's debate showed ex- exactly why. And this is why I don't think he'll lose any people. But that was a giant child. It was a giant child. Very combative and interrupting and making those fucking faces when she said something that, that that's childish shit. 
Like at this point of the fucking debates, you have to be able to talk like a grown up. You just have, and what I do appreciate about her is she did not get down on the muck with him. She didn't yell back. I think that frustrated him. I know it's his tactic. Look, I think it's his tactic. I I keep trying to give the dude credit that it's just a tactic and he's always done it. And I don't know. But if anybody, and either way, if you watch that debate tonight and you couldn't decide, because there were stark fucking contracts, contrasts. If you watch that debate tonight and couldn't decide, eh, I don't know what you, I mean, there's no, you, you don't need any, we could vote tomorrow. We're ready now. Like you either like him or you like her. There's no, they were, they were so different. And it's funny to me, you know, I heard a couple people on my Twitter feed called her a murderer. I still don't get that one. If somebody wants to try to explain that to me, I, I don't get that. He's a grown, okay, let's start reading. Yeah, the proud of not paying taxes and the loophole in the bankruptcy will appeal to certain people. Guys, proud of not paying taxes for someone who makes that much money, that is not okay. Yes, we all try to pay a little less taxes, but there's nobody I know that tries to pay no taxes. That's cheating the system and not just that but all the things that he said that he was in favor of schools and roads all that tax goes into that shit when you have that much money man you got to be paying some taxes and i agree with her the reason that he doesn't want to release his tax returns is because he's hiding something whatever it is it's something on there we don't want he doesn't want us to know um but uh yeah and the uh and the bankruptcy thing He's right, man. It is the laws. So I can't argue with that, right? And if he's just talking as pure business, it was probably good business. I, I, I can't argue with that either. But I have said before, you know, I vote for people over my money, which is why I, one of the reasons I've really never voted uh, Republican recently is because, you know, there's, they have too many anti-people things going on. And I, I, I know, I know my taxes will be higher with Democrats and I think the spending will be higher, obviously be more spending, but I vote for people over money all day, every day. So when he says, you know, the bankruptcy, if he wants to change the laws, change the laws. Yes. But if you read some of the testimonies, guys, of some of those people that he's fucked over, it's heartbreaking. There's some people who lost everything because they were so excited to get into business with him and he fucked them. So, um, yeah. I honestly think for him, uh, hashtag hypocrite, I get it. Uh, the murder reference is about Benghazi. Got it. But she didn't actually, and look, did she, was there fucking poor judgment on her part? Yeah. Was she found not guilty by a Rep- Republican investigation committees? Yeah. And guys, murderer is, that's like calling... George Bush a murderer because he sent people to war. She didn't pull any triggers, guys. She made some poor decisions, um, but she didn't pull any triggers. So murderer is uh, a little bit harsh. Um, but she is horrible. Yeah, Jennifer, but we're, we're talking about... I would love to know why she's horrible, but he isn't. He said he was smart for not paying taxes. Yeah, all right. Um, a family member killed... Yeah, man. It's all fucking heartbreaking when people die. It's all 
heartbreaking when people die. And I'm just reading for those of you who are listening. Of course it's heartbreaking when people die. Fuck yeah. And, and, and but she's not the only person who on whose watch people have died. That's the thing, guys. And she's not the only person on whose watch embassies have been attacked. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't mind giving her some blame. I just don't know why she is getting more blame than anybody ever has in the past for, you know, some similar shit. Anyways, let's not get too serious on this podcast for a second. Although, I do want to mention something real quick. Um, you, you guys know how much I love sports. And um, we can get back to the bait, and I'll read your comments as we go. Um, they're both horrible. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so, I, I, the death of Jose Fernandez this weekend, let me just say, not only is it a tragedy, but it's this is one of the reasons that sports is so amazing. To see, to see grown men... Um, as a group, speak so uh, glowingly about a young man and how his effect on the game and his effect on people he had never met and his effect on his community. And, you know, I heard a couple of guys, Pura Vida is how they explained it, is which was pure life, which was described like how he lived his life. And as a 24-year-old dude, man, the loss to that, not just to his family and community, but the loss to this, the sport of baseball, because let's be honest, most people who watch baseball are old fucks. They're my age. I love baseball, but it's not a young person's game, man. And he was one of those guys that was reaching another gen- different generation. And let me just say that tonight, D. Gordon, if you haven't watched it, D. Gordon uh, plays for the Marlins. And he let off the game with a home run. Go, uh, even if you're not a sports fan, you're not a baseball fan. It's I tweeted it tonight, um, but it's also, you'll find it online. Check that out. It, people ask me all the time, well, he likes sports. What it was about? It's things like tonight that, and, and the reaction of these guys, and to see them all weeping openly in the dugout, it's the best reality TV. It's the best human condition. Sports is, is so amazing. It, it touches people on so many levels, so... What a loss this young man is, not just to his sport and his community, but to us. Um, but to see tonight, man, it's like someone reached down, because I think it was that dude's first home run of the year. It's like someone reached down and touched him, and he hit that home run, and his trip around the bases, and the response by the Marlins fans and and his teammates was was touching, man. I, listen, I, I cry. I cry at sports. I cry. Yeah. He was going to be a dad, yeah. Sat and watched the end of the game with my 19-year-old son, and he was crying, was just crying. His teammates are an amazing group of men. Yeah, it's an amazing... I'm from Miami, and my brother and father are huge baseball, and everyone down there is so upset. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy, but, you know, it's... I find that... Let's bring in sports. Sports, religion, politics. Now... Sports, I don't quite understand why we can't have civil conversations about any of these three. Sports especially. Like, it's so funny. College football, and I don't give a fuck about college football, so I like to 
just say shit that bothers people. But, man, people take that. You see that dude set a fire this weekend in Auburn? Uh, Donald is a oh, greasy sleazeball. I get it. Sports can also help get us through these bad times. Yeah. I, you know, I also, like, yeah, they can. They can, they can, they can. Um, so this weekend, by the way, while I was holed up in my hotel room, um, basically puking things up from the eighth grade. Um, Rocky, you can't come in here, buddy. What? What do you want? Oh, my God. My dog is just whining at the door. He keeps bumping his head into the door. You can't come in here, handsome. I'm going to walk you in a second. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I completely forgot. Oh, so I'm laying in bed, and I've got the fucking stomach flu, and the guy in the room next to me starts to practice playing the saxophone. Oh, my God. It was the fucking craziest thing. So I'm laying there, and I just start to hear and I was like, oh no, like Lisa Simpson's right next door. And I was like, oh no. So I called down to the front desk who thought I was, you know, obviously they thought I was shooting heroin at the time. And I said to them, hey, I know it's four in the afternoon. This dude's got every right to be practicing his saxophone, but um, can he practice it somewhere else? I got... I'm a little sick, and they were like, yeah, we heard you were sick. Um, and they called me back. They were like, he says he's practicing for a wake. And I was like, oh. I, I, and then I thought, what a crazy gig to be hired as the solo sax player at a wake. Right? Like, hey, I got a gift for you this weekend. What do you got? Well, you know, Tim died. Yeah. We want you to play a couple songs. Well, okay. I mean, I don't even know what you do there. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, what kind of songs you play and do you, do you put a tip jar out? <laughs> I don't think you put a tip jar out of the fucking, you don't, right? You don't put a tip jar out. But kind of crazy. Like, it's not the only crazy time. You know, when I had my daughter's 13th birthday party, right? I had it at a place in the valley here called the Sportsman's Lodge. And so we're having this birthday party and, you know, dancing and, and uh, kids dancing and, and the music's playing and there's a guy at the door. He walks up and we had like um, a ballroom or whatever, a meeting room on top floor. And he comes and he's dressed. He goes, hey. And I go, hey. And he goes, what's going on up here? I go, why? What's going on? And he goes, well, I, uh, we're having a wake downstairs or a viewing downstairs for my dad. And I was like, oh. He said, can you turn off the music? I go, well, it's my daughter's 13th birthday party. And he goes, oh. I go, I can't just turn off the music for the whole party. And he goes, well, can you turn it on for the speeches? He said, because, you know, I started giving my speech, and I think that was right at the time we were playing, I like big butts and I cannot lie, right? So I was like, yeah, I could probably, I'll, I'll do the cake right now. But after the cake, like, we should maybe talk to them about why they booked us both at the same time and why they put me on top of you right and he was like yeah 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 he goes he goes can you give me 25 minutes to get the speeches done and I said absolutely so 25 minutes and um the guy comes back upstairs and he goes we're done I go okay hey you start the music I go okay and um we started it and I think free falling came on my daughter loves that song 
And the guy goes, my dad loved this tune. And I go, oh, that's cool. And he goes, you know what else? He thought it. He would have thought it was funny as fuck that someone put a 13th birthday party above his wake. <laughs> so funny. People don't think about it, especially at the hotels. They, they, they don't think about that shit. I feel bad. I feel so bad sometimes for people who work at hotels because they have to deal with shit like, like that that I did this weekend. You know, and that is another thing that made me think of. When, when I did that to that room this weekend, I thought, oh, I'm not the only person that's ever done this. Like, I'm not the only person that's ever, like, spread some sort of horrible disease in a fucking hotel room. Oh, my God. So, those people don't get tipped enough. All right, let's read your comments and let's get back to some questions. Okay. Um, of course, my signal just went out, so, okay. Do you charge for a wake? You know what? Normally, I don't. I'll do the wake for free. Maybe he thought he was listening. Maybe he was tired of listening to me puke. Uh, might have been a friend's wake. That's true. Ocean dreams. Hey, okay. That's how Ebola. Ebola spreads in a lot of different ways. Um, would you vote for Bill Belichick or TB? Okay. Here's another thing that somebody asked me today about coach. Well, maybe I'll talk about this tomorrow on Good Call with Adam Ray. This is more of a sports thing. I think it's more of a sports thing, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump into it. Um, all right, so this was a quick little. I just want to do a quick. Do you have any questions about the debate and what I thought about the debate? Because I am here. Will I do your wake? Absolutely, Andrea. Just let me know when I. Somebody asked me if I would do an appearance at a birthday party. I don't even know what that fucking means. You want me to just walk into your birthday party? I feel I would feel bad. Stay away from the raw fish. It was the uh, I had some shrimp that I think about the shrimp right now, and it makes me want to fucking just huh huh. Although I had I had Pedialyte this weekend, I never had that before. It's fucking delicious. Um, I also had an Uber driver this weekend. Oh my lord! So my Uber driver, um, his he wanted to okay. So he wanted to separate himself by being the karaoke Uber driver. So he would be like, what What song do you like? And I'd be like, what? And I wasn't feeling well. He was like, what about this one? He would put on a song and he would start to sing it. And he would hand me a sheet of paper. So he had sheets of paper with a song list. And he wanted people to sing along with him. The karaoke Uber guy. And I was like, hey, I feel fucking terrible. I'm not going to, I'm going to throw up in your car if you do that. But two, I said, hey, and then I said, two, you heard me. Not a terrible idea. But you got to wait till after midnight. Like nobody at five o'clock is driving back from the airport and karaoke in with their Uber driver. But after the bars end, I'm fucking on board. I need to watch the movie. I hope they serve beer in hell for a crazy scene about what. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you something. I'm on board. Anybody knows me knows that I like some fucking karaoke. I'm on board for a little karaoke Uber. Um, Why not? Why the fuck not? Uh, all right, listen, guys, I'm going to turn off Facebook Live and I'm going to go straight to the podcast now. So if you want to hear the rest about what I'm saying about the debates or whatever, make sure you tune in. Um, it's getting a little too confusing for me. Why? Because I'm easily confused. The For you watching right now, the high walk starts in 30 minutes. The edible starting to kick in later. Um, I tried to press later. So, guys, here's why I fall on the debate. All right. 
everything I wanted to, and like I said, everybody, I'm not the hugest Hillary fan. I definitely don't think she's a murderer, and I definitely think she made some horrible fucking, uh, horrible decisions, and she's made some bad choices, and I like that she, here's one thing, I like that she owned up, she said, I made a mistake with the server, made a mistake. One thing that bothers me more than anything about Trump, more than anything, and this is why it's it's what you can't have in a leader. You can't have a leader that refuses to admit ever doing something wrong. You, refer, you, you can't have a leader who just flat out refuses to say, that's my mistake, or I fucked that up, or I lied, and let's move on. He, you can't have a leader that covers lies with other lies. Now, am I saying that she hasn't lied? No, guys. I am not saying she hasn't lied. She clearly has lied. But during, if you look at the debates and you look at all the, all the blatant, blatant in the debates in the primaries in here that, and, and that he things that he says just aren't true. I find it to be so disingenuous and insulting to those of us who are sitting here going, "That's not true." And I, this is why I don't think you'll change it. Somebody who's supporting Trump, why you don't change their mind, is because, you know, that those don't bother them. You know, the core of what he they think he stands for, or how much they dislike her, uh, is something that will take. They believe they hold more dearly than anything else. Okay, so none of that shit is going to change. Um, that's why I think these debates are way more important for her. Way more important for her. I think there are more people on the fence about her than they are about him. I think you either are going to fucking vote for him or you're fucking not. I think there are more people. I think, you know, Governor Gary uh, hurts her more than it hurts him. You know what I mean? She's talking about legalizing weed and health care and, you know, a lot of the some independent voters or some Bernie people who I can't quite figure out how Bernie people would vote for him, but um, might vote for him. I think the people Trump's got, he's got guys. They are in. It doesn't matter what he says. So, and on Twitter tonight, look, he's just easier to make fun of than she is. You know, the only thing that you could really make fun of her tonight was that tent she was wearing, right? But she kept it calm and cool and collected. And he went back to those fucking faces, interrupting her, saying, wrong, false. That is second grade shit. And shit, we just can't. You imagine him talking to people from other countries with that fucking shit? That is what is so frightening to me. It's frightening to me. Will she get it? Look, guys. Did her foundation take money and then maybe she gave favors to people? Probably. Find me a politician who hasn't taken favors by getting money. It just happens. And not only has Trump paid politicians, tell me he hasn't taken money also. So that and that doesn't even bother me. That for neither one of them, by the way, because it is just what it is, and money rules the world. And if you were like, well, I want a person who doesn't, well then go to Mars because the person who isn't corruptible by money, we haven't fucking found yet to run for office. Okay. So I, I, it doesn't, that doesn't hold water either way for me. I, 
I think they've clearly, she's clearly made some bad choices and bad decisions. This dude is a loose, he's not a predictable dude. And worse than not predictable, he's not smart, everybody. He's not smart. And I'm sure he has some business acumen. He has to have some business acumen to figure out how to keep that many businesses going and pretend to have that much money for so long. He's got some business acumen. Business acumen does not make you smart. If you, and listen, my grammar is shitty, but if I'm listening to somebody running for president, me, and I'm thinking, oh my God, where did that guy learn his fucking English? You know he doesn't speak the English very well. I mean, I sent something out today. I don't even remember what he said. But he, he likes to throw so many varies and bests in there that he fucks up his own sentences. Um, I, It's embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I will say this. Coming out of the gate, I think he really tried to keep it. He really did try to keep it even keel. Man, I was very happy to see they toned down the orange on his face. Uh, <laughs> he looked human. I will say, it, Hillary, I, I don't know. The one thing that's always bothered me about her is um, she just does seem a little too rote. Uh, it's what I loved about Bill Clinton and what I love about Obama. And um, And by the way, everybody. I'm going to say this about George Bush. Uh, and it's it's one of the reasons why I never went hell-bent about how and Bush people calling Bush an asshole and a fucking criminal. And I'll say this about Bush over Trump all day, every day. I don't think Bush was great at his job. But I truly believe that Bush loves America. And Bush did what he thought was best for America. Period. Now, you may argue that he did it, he, your view on what was best for America was not his view. And you can argue that all day long. Now, and I think you could argue that Rumsfeld and Rove and, and those motherfuckers, Cheney, were tiny on the evil side. But George Bush, man, that dude loves America. And he did at every step of the way what he thought was best for America. All right. I don't I, I don't think I can say that about Trump. I don't. I think he's such an egomaniacal dude. Here's what I really think. I think he'd be better served losing. I think he'll make more money, obviously. I think in a weird way he'll be more powerful. You know, look the president obviously a very very powerful man. Maybe the, the most powerful office in the world. But we still got, you know, the Senate and the Congress that can fuck things up a little bit. Trump on his own after he loses, his speaking engagements go up. The power he has in his fan base goes up because they rally together. I don't think he wants to work that hard either, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think that fucking guy wants to work that hard. I mean, he's tired like he's never been tired before in his life. Are you kidding? I mean, this dude is putting in hours, okay? And I, 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 I... I don't think he's ready to do that for four years, not just as a figurehead. And if I'm him, I think it's not that he wants to win. I just think, and this is ingrained in him and why he is the way he is and probably why he's as successful as he is, as he is he just doesn't want to fucking lose. 
that's what I think. I think part of them is like, oh, if I didn't have to be president, how great would that be? How can I not win but not lose at the same time? And that's why you put out things like, you know, the fix is in and shit like that. Because that way he can be like, well, I didn't really lose. The fix was in. But now I can go back to doing what I want to do, which is not work as hard, make a gazillion more dollars, and have a new huge fan base. I think that dude, honestly, will open up some sort of news channel to challenge Fox. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, think about that. Because Fox splintered this. Fox News splintered during this uh, election period. Fucking splintered. Well, there's that huge chunk of people voting for Trump. Who would watch that news channel? If Breitbart, kind of that alt-righty, they they have a huge place now and a huge voice. I can't imagine he doesn't start up his own network with that dude from Breitbart and, um, and go from there. Like, that seems like the perfect move for him. I don't think he wants to be president, guys. I really don't. I just don't think he wants to lose. If he wanted to be president... He would put more fucking time and effort into having plans and not just being a bulldog into into stating facts where you people can start to take you seriously into into not being so combative when you're challenged. These these are all things that make most of us fucking frightened of you. Right. Because that is not what we want. Listen. People said to me before, don't you, uh, right? Don't you fucking, uh, like that president, he talks like me, the president. You like that? No. I don't want the president to talk like me. I want him to be way fucking smarter than me. That's not an easy job. Not everybody should run for president, clearly. It's not an easy fucking job. So, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I do think it's a shame that um, the country's being painted to be in such bad shape. We have some real fucking issues. We still live in the greatest country in the world. My beliefs. Okay? We have some real issues to work on. But, yeah, we live in the greatest fucking country in the world. So let's let's not ever lose sight of that. That's the thing, like, what I don't like is fear-mongering about how law and order, or law and order, half of the country sleeps with the fucking doors unlocked, law and order. Okay. Guys, fear-mongering isn't good. You know, it's been proven the best way to get people to do something is to talk about losing something they already have. So when they when they're threatening when people when you, people are threatened to lose things that they already have, that's when they become most active, and that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing, and so the the idea of prosperity and shit is nice, and people are like oh yeah I like that, but it doesn't get you up and moving as much as fight or flight. And so that's why his tactics, dude. I mean, look the way. He fucking rolled through the primaries. 
So we do know what he's good at. He's good, 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 good at, at baiting people into arguments, which she did not get into. Like, if he tries to do that every debate, that's not going to be good for him because she's not going to get into it with him like the dudes did because uh, that was all testosterone and they were just basically peeing and coming on each other. She's not going to do that. So he's going to have to try a different tactic. But he's the master with the media, man. He's way better at her than she is. Um, and, you know, in interviews, straight interviews, he, the dude can be charming, too. Like, so he's he's good with a camera. Um, and that's what's gotten him this far. And fuck. I don't want to talk too much more about this. It's really kind of bumming me out. You know? We live in the greatest country in the world, everybody. Let's not forget it. Let's not forget it. Um, and I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna be at the Columbus Funny Bone in Ohio. Yeah, one of the best clubs in the country. This weekend, September 30th to October 2nd. Um, I got the. Uh, don't worry, I'm not wrapping up. I just want to get a couple things out. I got the guys from the uh, Well Read Comedy Tour coming up. The Liberal redneck Trey Crowder and his buddies are coming up this week. I got that taped. And, um, yeah, edibles just started to kick in, which is why I don't want to talk about politics anymore. I think I might just go on a high walk. Well, speaking of high walk, it's Rocky. Hey, buddy. Um, What do you want? You want to come in here? Come here. What do you want to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you hear that? That was rock. We can go, buddy. Um, all right. Besides that, if you're in L.A., I'm at the Comedy Store on Wednesday at 8. Um, and, yeah, I'm getting too high to talk. You don't want me to do that. We were sounding so smart for a little while and everything, and now Dum Dum's going to show up and ruin everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't get dumb when I get high. I get very introspective, though. Unless I'm watching a Seth Rogen movie. And then I just... Man, I got to tell you. I would put This is the End. Oh, thanks, bud. I would put This is the End up against any comedy in the last five or ten years. I would put it up against Tropic Thunder. Because This is the End was fucking funny all the way through. Well, so was Tropic Thunder shit. But the scene in This is the End where James Franco and Danny McBride are fake jizzing on each other. I mean, I can't stop. It's one of the funniest scenes in any movie ever. I mean, Craig Robinson was so fucking funny in that movie, but they all were so funny in that movie. Now, Tropic Thunder, listen, Robert Downey Jr., that was an Oscar-worthy performance. Um, And the opening of Tropic Thunder with the different (laughs) movie previews, fuck you, that was funny. And simple, what was his name? Simple, simple George, simple, simple, fuck, I don't remember. Um, but simple bed, simple Ed, simple den. Uh, that's the weed doing it. Um, simple Jack, fuck you, you didn't think I was going to get that. Simple Jack, simple Jack was super funny. Uh, oh, I don't know, but I think this is the end. I think this is the end for me. If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go top four, my favorite 
Seth Rogen movies. That would be the boringest top four. Why would I even do that? <laughs> right, Rock? Why would I? Oh, he just you just licked me in the face. Why would I name the top four of those? Oh, I bet you guys were on fucking pins and needles waiting to hear those four gems. <laughs> Although he's done a bunch of good movies. I'm not saying he hasn't, but I don't think they're worthy of making a top four. Although I put 21 Jump Street, maybe the first one in that. Oh, Jesus. When they were in the bathroom stall sticking their fingers down each other's throats. Uh, and then that sequence of them tripping balls was hilarious. Those three recent ones. Is there anything that I'm missing out of? I mean, I would put both This Is The End and 21 Jump Street above Tropic Thunder. And that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Because I could watch Tropic Thunder every fucking time it comes on. But yeah, I think so. I might have to get Graham Elwood back on here from Comedy Film Nerds and talk some just comedy films. Because, no, maybe I'll have Mark Ellis on here. That's what we'll do. Mark Ellis calling Mark Ellis. I want to run some movies by you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if anyone's listening to this right now, but if you are, I just had a good idea. Yeah, Rocky is done licking me in the face because he's like, it's time to go outside, dude. All right, I hear you, man. I'll take you outside. Um, all right, guys. Uh, I wish I knew how to go back in and lay tell me something good over the top of this at the beginning. I know it has to do with guitar. That guitar, what's it called? Guitar band on the computer? Guitar rock? Rock and roll guitar band? I think it's guitar band. Garage band. Nailed it. All right, guys, as you can tell, I just need to talk it out a little bit. And when I talk it out, I really I really come through. All right, it's devolving. I'm going to go walk my rock later.